We are the Nerd Eternal Network. CDL113. Welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This Shit. With me this week is me, the Dodgeball. The experience of some girl, Jason. The token, not damn it, Tarky. <laughs> not damn it! <laughs> for those of y'all that don't get the joke, it'll make sense here. It'll make sense in a minute. It'll make sense in a minute. All right. Talk Father starts out. Uh, what was I talking about? The, uh, the cancellation of Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage in particular. Um, I think the handwriting's on the wall. I think that Netflix is getting out of the Marvel business. And Iron Fist going wasn't a shock because Iron Fist sucked. You know, the first season sucked. Yeah, the second season was better than the first, but it's kind of like the difference between saying, you know, well, did you stick your dick in a blender, did you slam it in a door? Well, you know, the blender really, really hurt, and the door is really, really, it's one less really on the hurt. So, technically, that's better. <laughs> Luke Cage was a shock. Luke Cage pissed me off because, one, it ended on a cliffhanger that I cared about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was wanting to see how having Harlem's Paradise was going to corrupt him and stuff. I was, it looked, I was it looked like it had an interesting story point yeah. to touch yeah. on. Yeah. It looked like it was going somewhere where Iron Fist looked like it was just going hell with it. If, if they had come back and said, okay, we're going to merge Power Man and Iron Fist into one show. Which they might. Which, you know. They might. That would be fine with me. But Now, is there also the possibility Netflix is getting out because Marvel was asking them to for Marvel to start its own service? That's that's the current rumor, but the trick is they've already said on the Disney streaming service that nothing's going to be beyond PG-13. Luke Cage don't really work PG-13. Daredevil damn sure don't work PG-13. You gotta have some. You gotta have some Jessica's a drunk. Yeah, it, none of the Netflix shows work PG-13. They need. Well, to be. that's the trick though. PG-13 movie. Yeah, most of them work all right. Yeah, you ain't having a level of sex and violence in them things. Every one of those shows is TVMA. Every one of them. Yeah, because yeah. you got to figure the Avengers, the language. Yeah. Also, you could, in, if I'm not mistaken, Iron Man and Iron Man 2 were PG-13, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they couldn't have him be an alcoholic. Yeah. They had to make a fake drink for him to be drinking while poisoning himself. Yeah, it's it's a whole lot of stuff that goes in those shows that, yeah, you ain't going hardly. But, yeah, as, as big as Luke was when they came out, yeah, they're getting rid of him. They're probably getting rid of about everything. Yeah, that's, that's just, I I can't see it. You know, I've, I've watched them all. I've watched every one of them. Mm-hmm. 
And it's definitely not based on quality because if it was quality, Iron Fist had gone first and Jessica Jones had gone right after. That season two is god-awful. Yeah. It is boring as hell. It's pointless as shit. It managed to turn most of your protagonists into people that were completely unlikable. The only person that came out of it that you kind of liked at the end of it was the dude, the neighbor that Kilgrave had made him a, a junkie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude was the only one that was worth a shit coming out of that show. Yeah. Trish is a dirty bitch. Jessica's fucked up as usual, you know, and that was one where there was no character growth at all because she was a drunk with PTSD in the first one. She's a drunk with PTSD and mother issues in this one. It, you know, she just got worse. Yeah, it's, it's it just ain't. She's an actual murderer now. You know that cop that she went in there and she killed and covered his, you know, covered up the murder. She she killed that dude just flat out. Yep. So it's not it's really not a quality thing. So it's either they're trying to merge shows, which I don't see why they canceled Luke to do that. Nah. Iron Fist didn't work without Cage. It just didn't. Cage didn't need Danny. That episode where Danny pops up is one of the better ones of the show. But that's really just because you got two people with powers running around doing some shit. Mm-hmm. Because you had you had more in the you had more in the box. To yeah, that. yeah, that was kind of that was neat. Um, it was kind of my dream that they would have saved Kingpin for another Defenders, but you know they canceled Defenders right after it came out. Apparently, it didn't do well enough for something. It was yeah, it was a decent enough show. Yeah, it was still better. The only thing that I've seen that was worse than Jessica Jones season two was Iron Fist. With Punisher coming in third. Punisher, the bookend save it. The beginning, the very beginning where he's the Punisher and acts like the Punisher is neat. And the very end of it where he's back acting like the Punisher again is neat. The middle is dull. And basically takes his whole origin and motivation and balls it up, throws it out the window. So we know for sure those two are gone. Well, you know for sure Luke and, and Fist are gone. Yeah, that's okay. Daredevil would be too soon to announce it because as popular as Daredevil is and as good as season three is, I'm pretty sure if they went, Daredevil's canceled right now, people would go to hell with anything that came out after it. So I think there's a little trepidation in it where if you know it's all going, why watch the rest of the crap? Because you you got two kind of weak ones coming up. Mm-hmm. So why would you even bother? And with the, the and rumors about Daredevil are spreading, but I don't know if they're from anywhere yeah. that are credible or if it's just people jumping to conclusions. And with them just canceling Power Man and Iron Fist, you can the rumor mill is going, hey, maybe that maybe who's they don't next? bring who's ne- well, it's not just who's well, next. Who's next? Are they merging them? All yeah, of that's just rumor mill. Yeah, it's just rumor mill. But they say the characters will pop up other places. If they do that and announce, no, we're doing Daughters of the Dragon, I won't watch. Them canceling Cage really burned up what little goodwill I had. Because those were the... I like Daredevil. I like Cage. The others I watched were really just waiting, kind of the filler, waiting for the ones that I liked. Mm. Well, you just took you just took the top off my sandwich. 
No. Yeah, I ain't, ain't watch. You know, they go, oh, do a Dolls and Dragon. Well, that would have been neat if you'd have done that while you still had, you know, Cage and Iron Fist, or if you did Power Man and Iron Fist or something like that, but without Cage. I mean, All right. Would you be willing to give forgiveness if they just said, if they brought in Power Man and Iron Fist as a show? Yeah, and, well, yeah, because that would give me Power Man and Iron a Power Man and Iron Fist show would give me again something to watch, some reason to watch the rest of this stuff because they do cross over with each other. In fact, uh, this last season of Cage actually crosses over Cloak and Dagger because the cop that's running around in New Orleans and Cloak and Dagger, yeah, comes from Misty's department. And they mention her going to New Orleans and stuff like that. And then when you watch Cloak and Dagger, they talk about her coming from Harlem. And, you know, so it, that's at least some little Easter egg for, for, for people that watch all of it. Mm-hmm. Where the MCU, despite their claims of being, oh, it's one big cohesive universe, really about as fractured as the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, they, have they done anything? I know the one that plays Kingpin on, on the... Uh... Netflix stuff. He's an opera. Yeah, he wants to play Kingpin in the movies. Have they gave any? Nope. I think it's just the actor going. I'd like to do. Yeah, that. that's that's that's. Just, I know that's just the actor. That's just the actor they, going. Have out. they said anything? Nah. Whether or not they're going. Nah, they still ain't crossing over with the movies. And and truth is, I don't really think they're in the same time frame. I don't think Avengers two has happened yet. In the Netflix stuff. No, I don't think so. I think I think all this is going on in between. Truthfully, the first Avengers movie and Age of Ultron. Because you never had a mention of a Sokovia Accord or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that would come up with the guys that powers. Yeah, which with Iron Fist might fairly come up. But with Luke Cage, it would definitely come yeah, up. Cause he's, yeah, because he's walking around. Yeah. He's walking around being bulletproof, bulletproof. Talking about being bulletproof and punching holes yeah. in buildings. Yeah. He got he got songs about him. So you know. Yeah. Somebody would be showing up going, yeah, we need you to sign this. And there's nothing. You know. They, uh, even when you watch the first season of Jessica Jones, it's still like that stuff is, you know the Avengers have had the event. Yeah, talk about the event. But but everything is, with them, is still fairly underground. Powers are still something kind of odd or rare. Mm -hmm. He ain't alone, but by that same token, I'm not really telling people that I have them. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I, yeah, I would love for them to go. Well, you know, you gonna have the new, because you know that was always Feige's thing is when Avengers Four was over, you were gonna have the new Avengers, basically a new Avengers team. Yeah, if you looked up and all of a sudden it was Cage and Wolverine and you know that new Avengers team, Daredevil, I'd be sitting there going, <laughs> but I don't. I don't really have my hopes up for that. Mm. So what else have we got? Well, to slide from one streaming service show to another, there's been an announcement for 2019 of The Boys. Oh, Amazon. Amazon, yes. The Boys is a comic involved in a superhero universe. Well, super-person <laughs> universe. Mm, super-powered universe. super douches. There's one or two. So it's DC. <laughs> well, more like the authority. If they did have the authority's morals. Yeah. Okay. The the universe. To the good or to the bad. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm saying that like the authority had morals. Oh, they, okay. And they yeah, really, okay. Did, and they really uh, did. The basis of the universe is one man, World War II, super genius, creates a compound that makes you super. He leaves Germany with one living example of what the compound can do to you, called Stormfront. Or at least once he becomes a hero. Once the guy yeah. becomes a quote-unquote hero. Once he becomes a hero and has a costume on Stormfront, though he's still a Nazi. He is still a Nazi. Run off to America, and he goes, Asylum for this? <laughs> and America goes, shoot, we're giving asylum out for a lot less than that. Yep. And then he gets found by a, com- a specific company who has a bad history of bad products. Getting a lot of people peeled. And got kicked out of the... De- basically got kicked out of any defense or national defense contracts. And they go, we want your formula. And he goes, okay, here, pay me. <laughs> and they pay him a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start mass-producing superheroes. And by the time you get modern day, you've got heroes randomly popping up because the stuff rewrites your genetics, and then you can pass that on. Yeah. So once you've been bucked with, you could go have a kid that could that would have power. Potentially. Which is, but the strangest thing is, most of the people that got pure compound don't have a lot of superpowers. They're enhanced. They don't have a lot of weird stuff. They have some weird stuff, but not a lot. As you get more kids, the kids start having weirder and weirder. But not necessarily as powerful. Right. Because you've got the big the big hero group. And this is and superheroes in the setting are all it's all super celebrities, they're hyped up by the company, they're making you know, it's all about making money. They don't actually go out and do much. Very few of them do. So in some ways it's kind of my hero academia. Where you got a quirk, but you use your quirk to get paid? Not quite, because they don't even really go and do anything. They make royalties off of comics about themselves. Oh, nice. And other marketing types of stuff. Yeah. Now, your biggest group is the Seven. They're kind of your Justice League-ish type. That, I guess we can go ahead, it's not too much of a spoiler, because you find this out really, really early in the book. They don't care about collateral damage? Uh, well, not, not if nobody's looking they are basically responsible for 9-11, accidentally. But, uh, no, the original seven were all basically test tube babies that were pumped full of compound at while being babies. Oh. You know, Stormfront, uh, outside of some of the seven, Stormfront was about the status you had. And he was a kid when, when the doctor came over from Germany with him. Okay. But these, these were babies of compounded people that were getting shot up with compound from conception. Yeah. They are... One or two of them are absolute monsters. Monsters as in hideous? Or no, monsters like, just, as in you do not psycho- mess with this. Okay. Point blank, you do not yeah. attempt to touch this. The Homelander is pretty, pretty much the thing. Yeah. I don't know if he's got the heat vision and all he that. Does. Does he? He's got lasers. That's right. That's right. He's got eye lasers. But, uh... And the boys, one of the main characters, are... A... An underground government team. Yeah, they are so... They were once a true blue government team, and then they got slid back to not anger the Seven and became a secret underground team. 
Yeah, the whole idea is the government's put up with these guys because they're afraid of them. Yeah, okay. Because you got people that can fly through planes. Yeah. And you can't really shoot them. Uh, so the boys, in this incarnation, are working with the CIA, kind of underground, and they'll find, like, in the book, the first first team they go up against is uh, Teenage Kicks. The team, it doesn't need to talk about Teen Kicks, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, young superhero team, that's so off the chain, other superhero groups look at it a little funny. You know, it's just a little too wild. So they find all this, you know... They're literally spying on them, romping it up, every member of the team, almost. Then going to brothels. And then they send them all, that, all, all those pictures and stuff, and basically tell them, pick one. Pick one, you, they have to go public with everything. If you don't, we go public with everything we got on the whole thing. The point of, their, of the boys is to act as a check to these people. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes, sometimes in flat-out combat, and other times, not against somebody like the Seven. Yeah, but other times, blackmail. Like, with yeah. the Seven, they have some blackmail on the Seven, which keeps the Seven from just walking up and going and killing them. Because you kill us, this goes public, you lose your money. By the same token, we can't really mess with the straight fight. Yeah, I see. I that sounds interesting. I see flaws in it already, though. Because there are some. If I'm Superman level powerful and I'm making my money basically off my image, and you ruin my image, then I start robbing shit, and you can't stop me. <laughs> well, the thing is, Vought American has their own counterbalance to the Homelander, and the Homelander knows it. So he plays he plays by company rules because he knows the company has something that can take him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you have you always had to figure the company's gonna have some kind of kill switch on yeah. or something. He he knows that, which is why his his key phrase early on is don't fuck with the money. Yeah. I feel that's Yeah. But but uh it's written by Garth Ennis. And I'm gonna go ahead and say this now. I'm worried if this man has a wife. <laughs> because he cannot get a good climax. Wow. I I immediately understood why Amazon picked the boys. Because I love the story of the boys. Mm-hmm. But watching it go, Amazon can do this real easy. Because you never have a good fight. <sighs> Not really. All of your best fights aren't seen by the character you follow, so you don't see them. And it bothers me so much. It was a short fight, but I did like Stormfront fighting the female. Hmm. Just because you finally saw, up to that point, you weren't entirely certain what her powers were. Yeah. So you saw what they were. And you basically saw her tear through other heroes previously. Yeah. Literally, Tech Knight, she tears him out of the suit. But you, and you weren't exactly sure, you know, you weren't sure exactly how she was doing some of yes, that. Like, how is she busting through metal like that? So you saw exactly what she did, and you saw exactly why the boys don't try to pick a physical fight with somebody like the Seven. Because Stormfront is talked about as being, you know, maybe a possible check to the Homelander. Of uh, being in their league, at yeah. least. So, you know, she goes to slash in with her fingertips, and they all break. 
and out of his team, he's really the only one the boys had any trouble with. Yeah. Because the rest of them were, a lot of the super teams, it's, it's random folks they pick up that have powers. So some of them just aren't as stout as. Because, mm-hmm. like, G-Men. The G- I don't want to. No, go into detail on G-Men. The G-Men are, of course, your X-Men knockoffs. So you've got, you know, the G-Men, G-Force, G, etc., etc. You've got G-Men, G-Force, G-Wiz, G-Brit, G-Style, G-Coast, G-Pre-G. Which was a very, very tiny joke. Yes, it was the training team. The guy in charge of them just can't stop making teams. Vaughn has put up with this long because they're they're their most profitable. Yeah. The dude has an obsession with the G-Men being his family and making his family larger. And knowing Garth Ennis that probably goes to a place that's going to be uncomfortable as hell. He takes it... The comic goes uncomfortable a lot. Yeah. Well, it's Ennis. Yeah, Yeah, it's Ennis. He's, He's going to go... But, like... So the G Man, the G Man storyline is also where it's another moment where you could have a climax, climactic battle. It's also one that pokes a bad hole in the overall plot of, or we're afraid of these people. Well, not the way that thing ended. There's well, no much reason to be. Not quite because they're they're afraid of them. Oh, that the government is afraid of them. Vought is the ones that stepped up and said how to how to handle the situation and went and prepared for it and got something stuff and knew what the G-Men were. Aside from being just not a good climax to that, to that yeah. storyline. <sighs> Getting through that. It sounds like a, a live feed camera would be your best friend to stop a fight. Hey, I've got a camera. You, you do anything stupid, you don't get paid. That's possible. I mean, so are you are you talking people into watching it or out of watching it? That's the thing. The thing is, I like the story. I like the universe as far as this is an interesting universe. But like, I'm hoping the Netflix show takes a different direction than the comic. Amazon. Amazon. Sorry, Amazon. All I'm right. so used to it being Netflix. Yeah. All right. What's the next topic? Because that's one you leave a spoil. Whole parts of it. Yeah. Or talk me out of watching the crap. I will wrap it up by saying when I'm reading the boys, the good parts are extremely good. Hmm. You know, as far as the story and the conspiracy stuff and all that. And the five main characters. Yeah. I love each of the five main yes, characters. Yes. The ca- the main cast you will like. A lot of the individual stories get a little iffy. The fights are a little iffy. You know, you have some decent fights, but. Yeah. All right. So, so it's, a, it's a mixed bag. I'm really curious to watch it live action, though. Okay. So that's something to go for next year. Who's next? Um, I'm confident the show will be better than Titans. Did anyone? God damn it! Did anyone watch Legends of Tomorrow last? Hell, this last I haven't season. watched that Legends. since season one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this it, this season on Legends season? of Tomorrow, instead of jumping through time, you know, trying to correct the anachronisms that you know that they've messed up, uh, they're trying to catch magical beasts that. Somehow have gotten loose. Cryptids. Cryptids. Chasing cryptids. Uh, this this there's, episode. There's, there's magic in that world, but why is magical creatures, you know, bugging them? Well, at the end of last season, when they fought the big bad, when, when they uh, completely ran out of ideals. Yeah, that was after the first. Quick, let's have hunt unicorns. The 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 first. Critter that they face in, in the opening thing this season is a unicorn. 
And they don't go with, you know, it, it looks like a happy... Pardon me for just a moment. I want to make a terrible joke. Quick, is everyone that's a virgin? And Hawk appears from the other show. I am. <laughs> He's not a virgin. He was in there. It just didn't work. Oh. <laughs> but, but, God damn it. The, the, the unicorn, spoiler, is, you know, the you know has the, the bright, sparkly, you know, Orange. traditional look. But they go with the grim fairy tale, you know, the traditional European, you know, dark tale. What? DC show? Dark? What? Where the unicorn spears you and kills the person and then eats their heart. Oh, yeah, it's messed up. And then... Hulk comes out of nowhere, at least you hard. They they need a... uh, God damn it. They need a virgin to... uh, Oh yeah. Lord, it is Hulk. They they need a virgin uh, to uh, uh, lure the unicorn in to to capture it. And you find out it's Constantine. Well, no, Constantine. They need him to cast the spell, and they need to collect. He's got a book that says, you know, okay, you need these ingredients. They need uh, the spit from whatever. You, you have a list of weird ingredients. And, they're at uh, Woodstock, and they get Jerry Gar spit from Jerry Garcia's uh, uh, joint. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. They God, get. I never hear anything about this show that makes me want to watch it. No, no. This they get a necklace from Jimi Hendrix. They get hair from uh, Janis Joplin. What the hell do they need heroin? It sounds like they need heroin. What McGuffins? That's a whole hell of a lot of heroin. What McGuffins do we need? The musical guy. Woodstock. And then Success. you've got this Time Bureau agent named Gary. And uh, he's the only oh, virgin. Oh, God, stop. He's yeah, the stop. only virgin they know. And it turns and so they out. Got, yeah. the hell do they know he's a virgin? <laughs> it turns out he's Gary Gygax. <laughs> well, that'd do it. He's, Gary Gygax. He, he inadvertently, you know, because of something last season blurts out that he was a he, I don't want to die a virgin, you know. So they know he's a virgin. Because that's the kind of foreshadowing everybody loves. So he's standing there holding, you know. You know how many mystical creatures eat virgins? Yeah. He's going to be a worm on a hook this whole damn season. So the love of God, somebody So he's me. standing here holding the pot, you know, and the last thing was a, a pomegranate, you know. So he's standing here holding a pomegranate. <laughs> With you know outstretched, and and Constantine's hiding over to the side, ready to cast the spell, and here comes the unicorn, and, and so when when the, when the when the unicorn comes running, you know, prancing in like, and Gary's thinking, oh, it's oh, it's a unicorn, it's pretty, and when it goes, and, and it opens its mouth, you know, it's got fangs and everything, and it bites on the Gary's hand, he's like, ah, ah. And Constantine casts a spell. He opens up a portal to hell to suck the damn unicorn into hell. And Gary is like, ah, he's getting drugged into hell too. So all the legends run over and they're pulling on Gary to keep him from getting sucked into hell. And so, That's a lot of pulling and sucking for a virgin. He's not really used to this. Yeah. And Constantine's on the opposite side here, you know, holding the portal open. Well, Sarah takes a knife and throws it and hits the the 
unicorn and, and you know the unicorn lets go again for a second and then kicks back and then reaches out and bites Gary in the chest and bites his damn nipple off. <laughs> and then gets yanked back into the portal. Constantine closes it. And he's like, it bit my nipple off. It bit my nipple off. This is the most action I've ever gotten. And he goes, does this mean I'm not a virgin anymore? I'm like, oh, God. It's so Who got sucked into hell? Him or me? Good Lord. <laughs> Yeah, that was a and that's that's Constantine. A, that's a whole lot of a whole lot of story for something that sounds really simple. And it's like Constantine's like Gary. We really need to have a talk about what it means to be a virgin. I'm thinking, oh god, oh lord. That, that sounds... In comparison, it makes the Titans seem absolutely watchable. Seriously, <laughs> and it makes Titans at least more sensible. <laughs> god damn. We need all this shit <laughs> pomegranate. What the yeah. fuck you need a pomegranate? All right, uh, tell us a little bit about Titans episode two, so the joke at the beginning will make sense, people. Oh, yeah, uh, we, we do need that. Uh, uh, Titans, Titans episode two introduces Hawk and Dove and gives you, as far as I know, the world's first fully functioning non, uh, fully functioning uh, superhero with erectile dysfunction. But so would fully functioning really be the term to you? Well, he goes out and puts on a costume and beats people, but now you know why. Because he's sexually frustrated. Because and we're that, not allowed to have a uh, just a straight up hero in well, the story. Well, what it shows is there is no happiness in the DC universe. That's why the sun doesn't come out. <laughs> That's why you know the demon kid. You know it's not bad enough that you part demon. You got to have your fake mom shot and her head blown out. The shot of looking at a brains splattered. And an orgasm might make somebody happy, so you can have so one. Your only canonical couple who has to be a couple. Yep. Yeah, you have the whole romantic scene where he's offering her pigeons and doves or some shit. And you hear the grunts that I that when I watched it said, this dude is either working out or they're screwing. Sure enough, they're screwing. For all of it. Ah, God damn it. For all of it. Five seconds. Fifteen seconds. You don't know how long that man had been sitting there pounding away with nothing. You don't know. It was to the point that he was saying, God damn it. It's just like, it shows, once again, why they had to do it on their own streaming service. Yeah, because if, if they'd done this like Daredevil where you got the whole season, yeah, people would be leaving DC Universe in droves because it's gone. So what else happened in the episode? Uh, Robin chopped a dude's dick off. He stabbed a dude in the crotch with gardening shoes. He did. Oh, my damn. So more murder. Yeah, there's more murder. Is that uh, because yeah, that's bleeding today? You get you get to see the body of the chick that Raven basically pulped in the first one. Yeah, and he's like just a sack of he's like literally skin and bones because it exploded all of his organs. But the coroner says, "Well, I'm sure it's not a sonic weapon because that would have ruptured his eyes and his testicles. And apparently, he still has those. So she is merciful. Maybe Hawk could get. And he's one up on Hawk." <laughs> wow! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, the only get, reason I'm to... going to allow those jokes is because he took no further actions to help his his girlfriend. Well, the wife. trick. Well, the trick is you have to have him in that position to have the tension between him and Robin, because yeah. nothing hurts more than not being able to please your woman than Rick the Dick showing up at your door. 
who she had had sex with, and they've given Raven the ability to like if she can tell if she touches you, she gets these flashes and stuff. Oh, she's she's empathic, kind of yeah. like she is in the book. Well, yeah, when when Dove shakes her hand, she gets all these flashes of Dove fucking dick. So when Dick, <laughs> so when Dick walked in the door, that's not laughing. It's man's name, it's Dick Grayson. Yeah. When Dick hits the door, she's like hell. All them years of dick riding come to her mind, which provides all kinds of frustration for Hawk, who is frustrated because the dick don't work. <laughs> There's mean, a lot of references to the peen and the peen area in, in that episode. season two, in episode two. <laughs> season two, because wow. each episode feels like it's Yeah, it, it feels like it's forever. It really does, but yeah, Hawk and Dove were apparently the violent bad kids that Batman didn't want Dick to hang out with, but Dick saw Dove and said, damn you, Bruce. Fuck you, Batman. I'm getting some of that. <laughs> apparently he did, and they break off for some reason, and Hawk gets her, and she's like, oh, I love you, Hawk, anyway. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure you do. I'm poor. My dick don't work. I'm ultraviolet. My dick is ultraviolet and rich. Pretty sure his dick works. And he don't get bruised and beaten. He gets bruised and beaten. He had bruises. Mm-hmm. There's not enough to stop Rick the dick. Get salve. <laughs> what? <laughs> so Dick was there to basically give Raven to Hawk and Dub for reasons. Here, have fake parents again. <clears throat> he just wanted to get all the bird names people in one room together. That's, That's true. Because you do have Robin, Hawk, Dub, and Raven. The birds of prey. Dick's, Dick's just sitting there. All right. Now I play my cards right. Wait, no, she's a kid. I can't do that. I messed up. Can't I he? messed up. Can he? Well, I mean, he can get away with it. Yes. He's rich. Was it like she hasn't been watching him bang a bear? Well, she watched him bang Doug. You got that whole thing because she starts looking like. Hey, hey. And he's he don't get it later on. Yeah, yeah, it's probably because you had sex with doves. He's like, what? You can't lie to me. Satan, bitch, I'm Satan. Oh, you shit. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to touch Hawk. <gasps> your dick don't work. You poor man. <laughs> if you sell your soul to my father, I'm pretty sure he can give you some Cialis or Viagra or something that won't interact with all the drugs you're taking because you're getting your ass beat on a nightly basis. He can give you a frenulum. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to agree with uh, with a friend of mine, with Hannibal, when we asked him on a show one time, what character, if you could kill any comic character and he'd be gone forever, he picked Batman because he was like, you know, he's a spoiled rich kid that goes around beating the shit out of poor people, get a hug, and get in some therapy. Yeah, Titans is screaming that shit. Dick needs a hug from somebody that he's not fucking in therapy. Hulk needs hug. Viagra and therapy. Raven needs the exorcist. <laughs> and then potentially therapy because you were possessed by a demon. That'd probably mess you up. Just ooh. Just based on episode one, I have to say she is reasonably well adjusted given the problem she's dealing with. Yes. Spe- yes. Speaking speaking of uh therapy after there's a movie, I can't think of the name of the of the movie. There's a movie where I saw the advertising. No. Oh. Uh hold up, I want to see what this journey goes. Chick gets possessed by a demon, okay. and she, you know, her family, her family gets her, you know, an exorcist, you know, mm. 
and she's going about her thing, and she's got you know a lapse in her in her memory, and she's going to a ther- and she finds out she had been possessed by a demon for like a year, year and a half, and so now she's in therapy to find out what what she had done, oh, okay. and she's That's going to a, a like not an AA meeting, but like a a recovery. You know, like a demon. They have demons anonymous? Exercised anonymous? Yeah, exercised anonymous. And it's like... Look, you've lost, Jason. And one of the people is like, like you, you've <laughs> got to be careful when you, you know... you know, Somebody basically sends her to like a witch or something. Because, you know, it's like... I'm starting to lose it. The, the you fish find, off the line. You find these... I'm you possessed by a demon. Let's go talk to a witch. No. Yeah, because the person goes, you, 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 you may or may not want to find out the answers to what you did, you know, because when the when you, when the demons rode your body for that long, yeah, you, you may have killed people. You may have done this. You may have done it. And, yeah, it, it, once those doors are reopened, you may not get them closed. And it's like... Okay. Well, I saw the tie-in. It was tied in for a minute. It got a little loose, but we we, but yeah, we closed it, that door. When he basically was throwing that, uh, uh, yeah, damn it, rolled over. <laughs> you, That's the greatest. <laughs> you're just enjoying that. So I much. really am. Laughing at that man's pain. You yeah. have to. The whole show is about pain. Nobody's happy in Titans. Nobody. Obviously, Todd is watching the show. It's like watching a train wreck. I can't look. It's god-awful. You know it's not going to be any good, but I can't turn away. Because just when I think, this is rock bottom. This is the scene. that people will go, sweet Jesus. The sight offers me fucking Titans books to read. I should know what these characters are. And instead, I get psychopathic Dick Grayson and a Hulk whose dick don't work. I don't need to know that. And whose superhuman strength is questionable at best. He obviously don't have it. Oh, I bet you he's cock strong as a motherfucker. He pin up. <laughs> that motherfucker gets right to home plate. Alright. All right. And crashes. I I hate to be the one. He gets to, to the Domino's pizza and it's always closed. I I, I think <laughs> I think we're going to have to wrap this up, or it's just going to keep being it. I saw that one when it went by. I can't, I, I can't in good conscience, stand here and say You're dick. not standing. You're sitting down. I can't stand here in good conscience and say dick for 45 minutes. Let's shut this thing down. Oh, we do need to say something serious, though. This last Monday, Roman Reigns came out at the beginning of the show and announced that the leukemia that he'd had for 11 years had come back and was out of remission. Which is actually... Really sad. Yeah, it was really sad, and that was pretty damn gut-punching. To watch that, I I had seen the clips online, but last night I actually got a chance to like watch it. Yeah, that really kind of hit you in the gut with that one. Because I started the episode with him walking out, mm-hmm. bell typical, on his shoulder, yeah, typical the typical Roman opening for a yeah. WWE episode of the champion comes out, yeah. talks and bold. And because uh, when is Crown Jewel next, this weekend, two weeks from now, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he comes out basically, you know, as his 
real self and makes that an, that announcement. Hell, I didn't manage to finish the show. You know, it was like, kind of after that, it was like, yeah, I really can't watch <laughs> these dudes. I don't, I don't want to watch greased up, sweaty men hugging on each other after hearing that. It's put me out of the mood. No, don't. Yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. We're yeah, trying to stay serious. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, set, I set it up. That's my bad. When when I when I heard the announcement, I pulled up the uh, thing and I watched the uh, watched it up until he got in his car and and left. Yeah, yeah. You had and, you originally uh, had the back back scene behind the scenes stuff. When uh, you know when he gets in the ring and he's got the belt there and he's making the announcement, you know people are first you know. Starting to cheer like you know, you know they think it's. Well, just, they think it's a work. They, they you know, they, they think he's just getting in the ring to do his, you know, atypical. Hey, you know, such so, uh, And you got people holding up signs for him. And then when he's, you know, my name's, you know, Joe. My name's Joe, and I've got, you know, one of the people, you know, I don't know if it, some of y'all caught it, but they dropped the sign and like, oh my god, you know, it was like a, a surreal well, that moment. That ain't you know, ain't what you're there for. <laughs> ain't what you expected. Yes, and so you, at least when someone actually dies and they're making an announcement, the, the you know the ringing starts up yeah. for a little bit. So you go, so you sit there and you go, oh, you brace for it. Yeah, I remember watching when uh, was it Freddie, uh, classy Freddie Lassie died, and you know he was really old wrestler. He'd been in a wheelchair, but he'd written an autobiography of why he why he was popping on the shows again because you know anytime an old wrestler writes a book, they let him come on the show and have it. So you know, I, I, you, you'd seen him the week before, and then as soon as the bell starts ringing, he's a, it, you know, you immediately think, oh, I bet I know who this is. Of course, they did it with Crash Holly, and that really caught me by surprise. He was a particularly young guy, but anyway. But it's also, especially nowadays, and for more information, if there's a death, you know about it before the episode starts. This is yeah. true. Yeah. Now that we're in a, you know, info centric. Yeah. You. That, you, that was far enough back that yeah. social media was not was just getting started. So yeah. yeah. You know, you used to them coming out and going, yeah, I'm injured, and I'm like Edge. Edge came out, you know, yeah. I'm injured and I'm gone. Daniel Bryan was, hey, I'm injured and I'm gone. You know, Harley, that's the first time I ever seen one of them come out and go, I'm sick and I'm gone. And that one, it, you know, it kind of gut punched you because it's like, well, well, damn, you know, because leaving for an injury, it's I'm gone, I may be back. Well, well no, even no, Roman said he may be back. Not even I may be back. It's I'm gone, but it's an injury. It's not going to continue affecting yeah. me because I've stopped ring work. Yeah, it's not going to kill me. Yeah. Walk out and yeah. saying I have a condition that can kill me happening yeah. to me and I yeah. have to step down. Yeah, cancer coming out of remission is usually rough. Rough for those first Yeah, yeah. yeah. The I, stuff I, that worked the first time doesn't doesn't work the second time. Yeah, I yeah. I worked with a guy that had leukemia as a kid, and it came out of remission, and he had it had to have it treated a second time, and fortunately for him, the treatment worked, and I found out that it came out of remission. He went into you know came out of remission again, and they had to treat him the the third time. And he almost didn't make it. So it mm-hmm. each time, like Todd said, me and Todd, got our mom's out of the family. It's, got looking it's running through it, tougher and tougher. So he's got a long road ahead of him. So that was, you know, that that me you know, kind of put up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, brother, it was, it was, it's something you usually go to for 
Well, you don't go there for for no, that. You usually go for violent entertainment. And, and yeah. When you saw the the other wrestlers, the way they took it, you know, I mean, these are you know big athletic guys. You know, you know your atypical tough guy looking guy. The hell, the third person that hugged him was Braun Strowman. Yeah, who and, he, you know, was with. Yeah, he was he was feuding with. You yeah. Know. Well, that's a moment when the show stuff gets set to the side. Yeah. You know. Even if, even if you're not his buddy, you're a co-worker, you know, you work around him all the time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, our hearts and prayers go out to him. I always hate to go with thoughts and prayers because it really don't mean jack shit. But, you know, best we got. In, in the, yeah. In the case when you're sitting here talking about somebody with leukemia, that's yeah. all you can do. Unless you're the can't, unless you are the doctor working on him. For all the crap talk Roman Reigns gets, you know, that's all... For the most part, in the show, and you know, just a dislike of Roman Reigns as a character in a show. When it comes down to he's a human being, something has happened to him. Yeah. You, have it, have, you step back and you go, no, we care about you. Having had family members die from cancer, my my thoughts and prayers and 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 go out to his family, you know, and to him, you know, I, I pray that they, you know get it under control and knock it out. Now to roll that a little further, to you know, push the push the conversation a little further, on the sports entertainment side of it as well, it's a very big hit because Roman Reigns was a major player. Yeah. Roman Reigns had been pushed for the title, had been knocked back to it just to push to it again. I'm I'm figuring bro it's probably that's probably Braun Strowman's opening because that's he's Probably the most over they've got overall right now. Yeah, because my my thing was, are they gonna start building someone up? Will they just go with a monster champion again after Brock was monster champion for so long? Well, well, the trick is he was Brock being monster champion. If he actually shows up, he's got Brock. Yeah, Brock being champion again is my worst nightmare because that means you gonna you go another you gonna go another year without it. You know, without seeing you, you champion. need to see yeah. your champion. And if they give it to Braum, that gives them time to shuffle through the rest of the rankings. All right, who are we going to push now? Yeah. Setting up a monster will, as a transitional, you know, give them five months to, you know, two months in, you start building the story for it. Three months after that, take them out. Can work. Yeah. I'm just, wor- I'm just wondering, if they build someone up, who are they going for? Well... Like I said, it it'll be it'll be some just going by who in the hell's already over. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Braun because yeah, they like having their champions kind of big, yeah. so that'll knock out people like Finn Balor and stuff like that. He's too he's too little. You're not going even if they gave him the belt, he ain't going main event. Yeah, you can give that up. Uh, I like Lashley. I don't even mind Lashley as a heel. Lashley with his hype man gets on my damn nerves, and I like Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I've seen heel Bobby Lashley basically be every champion of his damn, because that last federation he was in, yeah, he had every belt in it. That TNA? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, where he was like the the ultimate champion, where he had all of them, tag team, whole damn nine. He, he was the champion of that. I don't one. I don't see WWE doing it because one, they ain't never had a. They don't have black champion. Not not for the big belt. The only the only championship that the black people tended to get was the one that used to be the WCW belt. That world, because when they because when they merged them, Booker T was champion. 
Booker T's had that championship, and Mark Henry's had that championship. Closest you got to black with basically their main belt was Rock, and half the folks, hell, I guess everybody knows Rock's biracial now. Because at the time, they didn't. It was playing folks, you know. Oh, it is. Rock, but yeah, that's his daddy. Rocky Johnson. Yeah, that's his dad. He was, he was one. His dad, I think, was half of the first black tag team champion. Championship. I know, I know he's won belts. Him and Tony Atlas won a belt. And, oh, hell, it was him and somebody else won a belt, too. But, uh. Yeah, they, 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 they don't. Vince McMahon. McMahon don't have black them. champions. They just don't. You kind of pull around with it shit, but yeah, they just don't. You can look back through 30, 40 years now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never had that. The w, Basically, the WWF champion, the, the, the belt that carries through Hulk Hogan and all. Yeah. Nah. He never had one. But like, you, you expect it to just be Braun Strowman will set the monster up and let him run rampant until we find someone else. If they don't try and give it to uh, uh, what's uh, the dude that they keep giving it shot after shot after uh, shot. Jim after. Hall? Mm-mm, not him. Uh, the one that's partnered with uh, Dolph Ziggler now. Uh, uh, does the Claymore. The Scottish psychopath. Uh, what the hell is that? Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. Drew McIntyre, when he first hit the joint, they were like, he was the next big thing. They were doing all that, but they keep giving him chance after chance and character after character, but he can't stay well long enough (laughs) to do squat. What about the lone wolf? (laughs) Yeah, get the hell. Baron Corbin. Did Baron Corbin do anything anymore? Uh, Yeah, he's kind of... He was the fake general manager of Raw, and then he was the sheriff of Raw, and all that. Yeah, whatever. He's a mid-carder. He'll always be a mid-carder, and probably ain't going to rise too much above that. All right. But anyway, yeah. I hate to I hate to end the note on a downer kind of like that. But well, I mean, we got some well, jokes. Well, in. to cheer everybody up. God! <laughs> Still the greatest thing ever. All right, let's shut it down before you get to any more. <laughs> Let's face it, you shot more ropes than Hawk at this point. Let's go. <laughs> this has been another I get stiffer than Hawk. What? <laughs> Man's jump don't work. Danny, wrap it up. <laughs> you hosted, wrap it up. But we like seeing you uncomfortable, Tarky. It ain't uncomfortable, I want to eat. He wants to eat, Jason's sleeping. Okay. Well... This has been our show. This Time to do like Hulk, give it up, roll over, and have Dove just rub your chest and pretend like it's okay. This has been our show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm CDL113. This has been our show for the week. With me today's been... The token about a lunge over this table, Tarky. The experience some call Jason. God damn it. The Todd Father. Peace. We're out. That's not even your thing to do extra stuff in your name. How dare you? Stealing gimmicks? Grandstanding showboat. <laughs> <laughs>